0: Hello and welcome back to even more news—the Christmas holiday office party, the first and only even more news Christmas holiday office party. I am your Christmas holiday office party host, Katie Stoll, and also you, Cody. You're here, Christmas. Yeah, office you're also party. A
1: host. Cody, hi. You don't know Hello.
0: our our slogan, Cody.
1: First our classic and Cody slogan. only. Hi. That's
0: guys. That's the one. As I've intimated. Yep, yeah, here's the voice of someone else. Joining us today. Our our friends and co-workers and colleagues, all of the above, Will Gord and Katie Golden. And today well, hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Today. We're going to have a reflective celebratory-ish episode where we go over the past year of content and we talk about some of our favorite episodes from some more news. Um, but before we do that, got to call out the holiday.
1: Oh, we're it's doing
0: Mary, it? Merry Christmas Eve, you fucks.
1: Oh, shit. Merry Christmas oh, Eve. piss. Oh, fuck. I just
0: pluralized Christmas Eve's.
2: Christmas Eve's? Eves. Plural Chris, Christmas's Eve, I think that's yeah, how you Christmas say
3: it. Is yeah,
1: Christmas's
2: Eve, like attorneys general.
0: <laughs> uh, it's also no National Eggnog Day. Whatever, it's Christmas Eve. Ew. You could, yeah,
1: yeah who's an eggnog he- fan on this podcast. Any do they any drink uh,
4: eggnog in Italy? No, it's a civilized country.
3: Yeah,
2: I I I often feel like I like eggnog, right? And then I have some, and I like can't get past two sips, and then I'm like, I guess I don't like eggnog because I can't drink it. And so is it? It's got eggs in it. I think I don't like it, but also I've never tried it. I've never it tried
4: it. I, you know what the problem is? I think with it, not enough chunks. What? Not enough chunks. Oh, you want more chunks mm. of egg? More chunks.
2: So Cody, you just smell it and know that you don't like it by the smell. Yeah. Is that it? Uh, knowing what it
1: is the and texture. having having been around it. It's like, eh, it's not my thing. Is it chunky? Um, no.
0: No, it's okay. thick.
4: It's Therapy. thick. Yeah, that's it.
0: it seems like a like I'd rather have a milkshake, you know?
1: Yeah. It's a viscous well, than that. eggy concoction. It's also known as a that... milk punch.
4: Yeah. So no, I want a milkshake
1: now. I did. Milk it kind punch.
4: of slithers down the
0: throat festively.
1: That's Slither, awful. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
2: Sounds
0: like something you that's like how Santa hazes people or something.
4: Mm-hmm. It's
2: a little, chug it's the it's nog, a little chug bit the from Santa. I mean if eggnog was or so nice. good I feel like it would exist all year right? But it only comes well, around. Well pumpkin
0: it? spice lattes and stuff like that. That's not year round.
2: Argument I don't like that those it should either. be. Mm, you don't like you those.
0: Go. I don't drink them, but I like pumpkin flavor things.
4: It's manufactured scarcity,
0: you know.
1: Oh
2: yeah, that's true.
0: Well, yeah,
1: you can get
2: Way pumpkin to bring it spice home, all
0: Katie. year
1: round. They just don't want you to.
0: I mean, I certainly have like pumpkin pie spice year round in my cupboard.
1: It's like the and like what's right? my
0: thinking? Like mm-hmm. I could step out of the box. I could take the initiative to pumpkin spice my life up throughout the year but i don't. What's what's that about Katie? <laughs> Before you criticize, maybe you should reflect. Katie myself, uh. not you Katie.
3: Mm. Oh. This is my internal what? What just, monologue. What? I'm just
0: going to call you golden. What happened? Who am I? Was I was just beating myself up. <laughs> You're fine. I'm really
4: confused now. I don't know who I am.
0: It's okay. I'm it's sorry. always
2: Katie. confusing. There are two Katies and I don't get it.
4: How about let's just solve this right now. I'll, I'll go buy something else. Um well you could go by Catherine, and I could go by Kathleen. I could go buy
0: something fun like sippy.
1: Yeah, be- Belfany, Sippy?
2: Belfany, I like that.
0: Belphony, that's going to be Okay.
4: Jam, well, Jam
1: Jamsdorf. Jam, Gemnica, Jemnica. You can pick any name
2: you want. Jessica, yes, right. Harry Jessica.
0: Sounds good.
2: Harry Potter. You could go by Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did we land on Harry Potter for Katie? So whatever, I'll go you by know, Jemnica. Katie, just respond to any of them or none of them if you want.
1: Just respond um, to a- I'm sorry, any name. Any yeah. name. Yeah. That okay. Said. So like, that. if I'm like, hey, Cody. Hey, Cody. Yeah.
4: Hey, that's, yeah, that's me.
1: Okay, thank you. All right. God.
0: I think we're really dialing up the entertainment for our listeners on Christmas Eve today. This is going well. Yeah. Yeah, it's going great.
1: (laughs) Welcome to. Let's dive in, you guys. The Entertainment Hour with the stars of the Entertainment Hour, the speakers of the podcast: Jemnica, Bethany, Luke Skywalker, and Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Eggnog. The stars are out tonight. We're doing great. What are we talking about? I want to.
0: I'm telling you. I want us to just have a nice convo, catch up. No, Uh, we're going to talk about our favorite (laughs) episodes of the year, or you guys are. I'm going to facilitate this conversation, Um, Mm. because all three of you are writers and uh, contribute a great deal to the show. We, I have to mention the fact that we we wish our head writer Dave Bell was here, but he is traveling. Today and um, he works hard, so I'm not going to begrudge oh. him not being here for yeah, the holiday no. office party. Drink too much. Spend your be. holiday. Everybody. Leave him be. But you know, from this perspective as writers and looking at the show and and just a, a, a little bit of reflection, if you can handle it, will uh. let's start with you. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> what's what's one of your favorite episodes uh, from the past year of some more news?
2: Well, I was thinking one of the favorite things. Or the ones that, that
0: you've written, yeah.
2: Right, yeah. I was thinking of the episode uh called The Racist History of Austerity mm-hmm. Politics, and specifically there's a sketch in there starring you and my brother, <laughs> Daniel Vincent Gord, where it's sort of basically um, shows the power imbalance yeah. between workers and laborers. And that was an interesting episode because I went into writing it with a that thinking that I was going to have a certain thesis that was ended up being wrong. And I was exploring like in writing it, I was like exploring why that thesis was wrong. Um, Because basically I was like, I know as soon as Biden's elected, the Republicans are going to be talking about the budget deficit all Mm -hmm. the time. They're going to be like, they, they, Trump did seven point eight trillion or whatever in um in the debt was raised while he was president. And as soon as Biden gets in there, they're gonna be talking about the budget deficit again. But instead they were talking about like Dr. Seuss mm-hmm. and Mr. Potato Head and yeah. all that cancel culture nonsense as critical race theory and and all that stuff. And so I was like, okay, what's going on here? And so then that sort of ended up digging into that. And I think that in a lot of ways, that sketch that shows the power imbalance of bosses versus labor is sort of like kind of the thesis in in a lot of ways to the episode. And it's been interesting to see what's happened to look at the news events and the discussions over the build back better or Mm -hmm. um, the infrastructure bill through the lens of like the, political power trying to maintain insecurity in workers so Mm -hmm. that that job interview is able to continue going forward, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot to respond to in that. Um, I just want to point out something. You mentioned like the thesis of it being kind of encapsulated in the sketch. That's one thing that I've enjoyed over the past year. Is um, our expansion into playing with that and using it uh, different ways, different tools to make the point? Obviously, we'll talk about Warren Bow at some point today, but he's another example of that um, of how you can because it's all dark. It's a really hard. It's really hard to unpack everything and keep it entertaining. So, what are the different ways that we can approach telling that same story?
2: Yeah, unfortunately, I think that sketch turned out to be even darker than anticipated. Like, I've heard people say, like, that's actually literally what I've experienced trying mm-hmm. to find a job, you know? yeah, also, yeah Katie
0: yeah. really sold uh,
4: fearing for I her was about reply. to say,
0: so I'll give you a peek behind the curtain of that day. I was going through a bad breakup. I felt very easily access. It felt very easy for me to access <laughs> access my emotions. Use it. Use it. <laughs> I was like, as I was perform- uh, doing that, I was like doing this little hyperventilating thing. And I'm like, this feels familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Is that funny or not? Come here, Ben. Hop up. <laughs> Ben's here. The dog.
2: Yeah, but it, you, that's, yeah. I mean, your pain definitely showed through. But I was thinking in context of some of the news today or recently, mm-hmm. you know, Joe Biden's planning on continuing the... Um, you know, reinstating people having to pay back their student loans. And you can't help but feel like the motivation is, okay, like people are getting a little too comfortable. We need to like make everyone a little bit more desperate so employers have leverage over them to force everyone back into the labor market. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even I mean, um, I almost
4: think that like, I feel like the student loans thing is that there is just a principle they have that is we can't just let people off the hook of crippling debt. Like there is there is a I think it comes from a dogma of like wait we can't just let kids off the hook from crippling debt that will follow them and haunt them for the rest of their lives. That's that's not our <laughs> That's not our. Problem. How will they it's ever
3: which, learn?
1: Which, yeah, it always turns into just like, well, that was the choice they made. They decided to do that.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a morality that's baked into that philosophy, um, but I think that the it obscures yeah. like there's a, also a function of austerity, which is if there's a more like a moral idea to austerity, but there's also the function of it, which is like keeping because because they're they're happy to forgive banks you know what i mean there's there's other things that they don't um moralize when they're bailing you know out uh the the bosses but mm-hmm. i think there's a function of like we got to keep people insecure enough because if they have like if you have a, a place to live if you have health care if you have all this other stuff and you're not relying on a job to live, then you're going to have more leverage in a job interview, you know?
4: I mean, they literally said that on Fox News during the whole debate over, should we give people money during a pandemic when they can't work? Uh, Where they had a guy on who talks about how like, oh, I know a military guy who trained military dogs who's like, Didn't feed the dogs dinner or something or breakfast because a hungry dog is an obedient dog, which A, probably Mm. fake. B, dog abuse, just like admitting to animal abuse. And C, comparing humans to dogs and then also being cruel to the dogs that you're comparing the humans to. I don't know. It's fun, festive holiday like, episode. Yeah.
2: Obedience, obedience. La 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 Yeah, and then of course they rely. They, you know, if you're in terms of the way that the racism embedded in austerity politics function works in this society, it's like you know, for as, as if you've got laborers mad at each other and fighting over scraps. To use the dog, go, go back to the dog analogy. They're they're not gonna look up to see who's really oppressing everyone across the board, you know.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So the Grinch,
4: anyway. that person. <laughs> the, the Grinch. Grinch.
2: <laughs> they're not gonna look up and see that it's actually the Grinch.
4: Specifically, Jim Carrey's the Grinch.
0: Oh, we yes. all love that one. Very. Did oppressive. you guys
4: know? Sorry, this is slightly off topic, but it is Christmas. Um, in Italy, Jim Carrey's the Grinch is. A classic and their most favorite like Christmas movie,
1: really interesting.
0: Yeah, it's barely um, on the radar here. I, what do they right, think
1: about I Elf? Believe that he's very animated. He's, Have they not uh, seen Elf? It's a, it's a fun little. <laughs> no,
4: Elf romp. doesn't. No, it's the Grinch. Il Grinch. Wow. And it, he's like painted everywhere. They <laughs> love it. <It's>, really? <laughs> yeah. No,
0: I'm. How Elf Not a bit Christmas different in Italy.
4: That's a good question. They they put up a lot of um, a lot of street lights that are really weird and interesting. At least here where I am, they have like these neon ones that are two people like kissing or brain melding or huh. something. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, brain melding. They get festive. They have yeah, a lot so of so there's more, more intimacy liberty. involved <laughs> in like during public Christmas. intimacy. Yeah, they yeah.
2: just public. Christmas intimacies. is about
0: public fucking.
2: Yeah, In no, Italy. they just
4: straight up show like Mary and Joseph just tongue kissing, uh, <laughs> you know, like it's uh, you're like nativity scenes show the be. actual birth. Uh, yeah,
3: <laughs> is it's
4: there a like an, an, less of a, a
0: not safe for work warning?
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a you know, it's a much more sexually well, no, that's not true, but it's a much less um, puritanical <laughs> culture. That's actually probably also not true. It's very Catholic here.
0: Oh, they they're religious there. Okay,
4: good to know. I mean, debatable. I'm I should probably shouldn't get into. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the episode's about the the religious makeup of Italy, but the Grinch it is, is well, very popular.
1: That is their true. their public horniness and their uh, faith. That's what we're talking about now.
4: Both true. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
4: publicly horny for the Grinch.
0: Oh Boy, let me tell you, it is rough this season. A whole lot going on, waiting in line for hours at a time, dealing with crowds, all to sit through the new Spider-Man just to get a glimpse of Willem Dafoe. Can't get enough of that Dafoe. It's hard to keep up with all the latest Willem Dafoe news and also maintain a balanced diet which is why I use AG1 by Athletic Greens, a health and wellness company that makes daily nutrition real simple. Oh, it's green! Just like Willem Dafoe's character in Spider-Man. Perhaps I'll sneak it into a soda cup and drink my AG1 while basking in the majesty of Willem Defoe and getting my daily vitamins. You see, just one scoop contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral probiotic green superfood blend and more in one convenient daily serving. No more bottles of vitamins. You can get it all in one delicious drink instead. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you an immune-supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash more news today. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash more news to take control of your health. What are you waiting for, Defoe? Give AG you want to try today. Defoe for it. Like, go for it.
5: Wait, I'm Wombo! You know, Mr. Cody and Miss Katie won't be around forever. They're gonna get old, especially since people age faster when they are around Wombo. And while our healthcare system and education costs are totally fine, and like, there's nothing we can do to change them, sometimes when people die, their loved ones have to deal with all kinds of debt that we can't do anything about. Luckily, PolicyGenius.com can help. PolicyGenius can help you pick out the best life insurance in case anything's Strange happens to you. You just go to policygenius.com with your keyboard and mouse and then you can answer a few questions and they will get you personalized quotes and you could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing those quotes on policygenius. That's policygenius.com with your mouse and keyboard and you can get free life insurance quotes so you can leave your own Wombo a little peace of mind. That's policygenius.com with your keyboard and mouse and your Wombo can watch you get older and older and older. Older, and older, and older, yay. So Katie,
0: Jancica Potter, Smoking. Jessica, whatever the names are, um, <laughs> this feels like a good time for us to pivot to you, for you no to boy. talk about some of your favorite episodes, or favorite episode, or etc.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could start with uh, one of the favorite ones that I wrote, because... I love to feed my enormous ego. But um Gobble gobble.
0: Well, no, I think it's interesting it's the, to, to hear about the process and to hear about the writing yeah. of something, you know.
4: Yeah. I well the process is I like buy about twenty four candles and surround myself with it. Uh and just, you know, set the mood. You know, same here that that went went tweet of like, we have we used all the budget on candles. Oh no, (laughs) that's probably not the tweet, but yeah, no, the the episode is the um, how the um, rich people keep screwing up global health. And I don't know if it's my favorite one that I've written or was my favorite one to write because it was very depressing. But I think it's I'm smug about it in a very grim way because I think all the predictions that we made during that came true, which it's like depressing. Remind,
0: remind. Let's we should do a little quick reminder log line of Mm. what we what we say in each episode, like a yeah,
4: sure, yeah. So it was basically about how you know we. Should have released the vaccine patent and recipe so that they could mass produce vaccines in other countries to get people vaccinated. Because if not, we were rolling the dice with maybe Mm -hmm. a new variant. Which I think this was before Delta, Uh, so there weren't dangerous variants on the scene. I mean, perhaps
0: Delta was emerging at that point, but
4: yeah, it is. uh, Yeah, I think it was before. But yeah, yeah, it was it, and, you know, other things like just not paying people to stay home and kind of what we we're talking about earlier of, of, you know, well, we can't we can't pay people to stay home. We can't let people live uh, and be alive uh, because then they don't want to go to work, which, you know, I don't know that that doesn't make too much sense. But that's what was happening. And yeah, I think the main thing was. I think at the time, a lot of people were defending Bill Gates for not wanting to make the vaccine, quote unquote, open source, because his flimsy excuse of the time was like, well, if we just let other countries make it, they'll do a bad job and maybe turn Mm -hmm. a bunch of people into mutants (laughs) when you inject them with the vaccine. And that's bad. Like pretending like India and China and, you know, these other countries in Africa don't have like right. or, sorry, Af- well, the countries in Africa don't have good pharmaceutical companies that can produce a vaccine is very you know very uh sort of Western chauvinist. Uh, I feel like they
1: Where would like, just Whoa. fill it with sand. I think. I think it feels <laughs> kind of, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh,
0: you know, you never
4: know.
5: Mm-hmm. I don't
4: know. But you know, so so it was this idea of well, we can't trust these quote unquote non like. First world countries, which, you know, I mean, China and India have a ton of medical technology and pharmaceutical companies and it's fine. Uh, Or like we can't trust countries in Africa to produce their own vaccine. Very racist, very uh, Eurocentric. And he convinced the Oxford because Oxford had developed AstraZeneca and was willing to release the vaccine make it uh release the patent and also i think release the the formula for it and bill gates's uh bill and melinda gates which i guess now that they're divorced do they have to get a new name for their foundation anyways uh the the bill and melinda gates foundation was like you know stepped in and was like no, no 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 don't don't do that don't release it uh we'll 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 pay you we'll we'll or rather we'll withhold the funding we're gonna do if <laughs> right. you do that uh, And, you know, so they were like, well, you know, we need funding for medicine, so I guess we don't release it. And then finally, like Bill Gates, I think after Delta, I, I don't know if I've got this timeline exactly right, but after the Delta variant, and all these things he's like, oh, yeah, I guess maybe we should release vaccine. That's
0: fine. And Joe Biden was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And Yeah, then, but Joe Biden nope. didn't do it until after Omicron, like Thanksgiving Day. He says, yeah. there's no reason why the we should be, why this shouldn't be open source or whatever." It's like, "Yeah, you fuck." That's what we've been saying for the last year, man. <laughs> right? He loves. Yeah, no. Doing I mean, it's so
2: as the president. It makes he, me he, so. He's, he's angry. just Uncle Joe making a a friendly suggestion. Okay. <laughs> yeah somebody ought to do something about that is like uh you're the president man yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah you you're no, the it, one that should be doing something about that
4: somebody on, do man. something yeah i mean that's that's a famous trump trump <laughs> thing like somebody do something it's like you're the president but yeah i, I mean it is it's one of those things where I mean, I'm glad our instincts were correct on that one, right? Like, yay, like, hey, we kind of correctly assessed the situation, but uh uh-oh, whoops, boo, we correctly assessed the situation because our assessment was very depressing and, you know, bad. So it's bad when bad things happen, but hey, I'm glad that we know about them and Talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you've right? got your
1: finger on the pulse of the bummer like that we're all <laughs> experiencing. But.
0: I'd love to be wrong about some of this stuff,
1: but yeah. we aren't.
4: Oh,
0: me too. God, <laughs> I yeah. would love to be
4: wrong. I'd, l- I'd enjoy being wrong much more than I enjoy being right, but I might as well enjoy a little bit being right. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. My bad. It makes perfect
0: sense. No. Well, it's incorrect. also
2: such a, it's such a strange thing. Like, obviously, like, if you let, if you, don't help other countries deal with the virus. It's going to have more of an opportunity to mutate. And eventually that mutated virus is going to come back to us. And, and there's one, you shouldn't even be worried necessarily that it's going to, how it's going to affect us. You should consider the rest of the world just by its own virtues. Um, But even it's like the, even the, For selfish reasons, if you're considering life and health of Americans, you would want to do that. But apparently that's not as important as profits.
4: Yeah. And I I think this was a point we emphasized in the episode is like, clearly you should care about giving the vaccines to people in other countries because, you know, I think we're not monsters and we don't want people to die. Uh, And I think most of our viewers share that ideal. But then it's on top of that, refusing to do it, even though many, many, many epidemiologists and health professionals and, you know, researchers predicted that this would come and bite everyone in the butt. So again, like we weren't, you know, I'm kind of being tongue in cheek about being smug, about being right, because, of course, it wasn't like our Great epidemiological research that you know we did in the episode. It's based on what scientists were saying. We yeah, just everyone like, should have known you know, this, it was, right? It was based yeah. on
1: my experiments and research and uh, science, yeah,
2: so. <laughs> Cody's lab. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. welcome for it's my just science.
4: A... <laughs> now I want to do I want to do that and then have Cody's lab just be disgusting, like rotten fruit. Mr. Cody's lab. Like a beaker full of mucus.
1: How else are you gonna uh. do science if you don't take chances? You'd <laughs> still be thinking the.
4: I mean, back in the science. day, they used to just infect themselves with diseases to test out inoculations. <laughs> it was
0: it was great and exciting. Yeah, that's you're welcome. That's when people still had balls, you know. Mm-hmm. Good old that's day when, when men people... were men, and they yeah, and they gave themselves smallpox.
2: Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's right. literally what they do in the movie. Uh, What's that? I I think it happens in World know. War Z, but contagion. Like the, the she's like, I'm gonna like be close to my dad who has the disease and then give myself the vaccine, and that's how we're gonna test it. And that's how science works, folks. Yeah, like, sample size
4: of
1: one.
2: Very disappointed in contagion now. <laughs> I was a
1: fan before, <laughs> but not anymore. Uh Katie, what's up?
0: Is it how about you?
3: How Looking about back you? over I'm this year, right. what's, the, <laughs> uh,
0: what's the episode stands out to you? I'm wonder I'm curious because your perspective will be different because you perform all of them. You've got your hands in all of the writing, you know. I mean, we might as well talk about process a little bit at this point with our kind of output. You know, we have writers meetings and, and Cody works with the writers and, you know, we'll get a draft and then, you know, does a pass and does stuff. So he's involved with all of it, you know, every script in a way. Yeah.
1: um, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of every episode we've done um, because we have such an amazing team um, and uh, we couldn't make the show without everybody. And uh, so I could, I mean, I could pick any of these and talk about them Um, and just the sort of like evolution of the show and how it's expanded and been like i'm looking at the thumbnails now of the past year and like i don't know even just like you know from a show that was mostly just a guy yelling at the camera for 30 to 40 minutes about whatever uh i'm scrolling through i'm like oh here we i got some funny glasses on Oh, there's a character in that thumbnail. Oh, there's like oh, I'm chugging a beer because I, some everybody loves making me chug things these days. Um, <laughs> uh, remember, I,
4: remember when I made you? What was it? Gatorade, Kool-Aid?
1: Yeah, gross. it was Gatorade. Oh um, yeah. Uh, well, that was. I mean, that was. I feel like that was the beginning of it because you didn't yeah. make me do it. I chose to. Cody decided. Uh, to do uh, that, And yeah. then that. Yeah. Just everybody went with you, it. You gave um,
0: permission for it to be a thing by making it a thing. Yeah,
1: exactly. Right. Um, and I then mean, you like, definitely had, yourself. like, drink, drink some Gatorade here, but you didn't say yeah an entire bottle
2: of Gatorade. Um, right, right. But, uh, it was so yeah, funny. And then you, it's like, you, like, you started drinking it, and then you just kept going and kept going. It, it was amazing. You can and tell you have to eat eggs and batteries.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, I ate that. Egg. It's Literally, more about seeing...
4: Egg. Seeing what you're physically capable of does help us as writers know what we can include in the script. So seeing that you can shotgun a Gatorade, seeing how many raw eggs you can eat at one time, it gives us sort of The direction. episode
1: I'm writing right now is just a 40-minute long tracking shot of you running six miles. <laughs> but there's landmarks in it. You have to hit all the landmarks.
0: Uh-oh, Cody. <sighs>
3: <laughs> oh. oh yeah, did I not hey, mention
1: that? I'm, I'm cool with that. That that sounds like a challenge that will uh improve my life by
2: making me But you when, have to uh, eat a new thing at each mile marker. Ooh, I'll be there.
0: I'll drive okay. from my car to the new spot. Is it AG
1: one athletic greens? Um <laughs>
3: just a couple
0: yeah, of them. You'd have to chug it real fast.
1: I can do that. I did uh for the most recent episode. Um I chugged a whole glass of that. Um, I well, can't do that every single do ad. That. No, they don't. I know what I do to myself. I certainly
0: don't. I just take one it's big funny. sip. It's fine. And go. Um.
2: But you're right. Yeah. The, the we've added more characters. We've added more props and costumes and production elements to the yeah. show over time.
1: I, I think because I think expand and this our technically world of It doesn't count for this year technically, but like the some more news movie we did. Uh, which was around this time last year. I guess it was mm-hmm. like maybe a month, uh, month ahead of the month we're in now, uh, which would be November, the month now being December. Um, <laughs> so we did that movie, and in it, you know, just by the very nature of it, it was like, okay, we have these different versions of Cody. We have, like, all these characters, and uh, they represent these certain viewpoints, and we needed a puppet for uh, the puppet yeah. Cody. Uh, and... Uh, Luke Skywalker here uh made a really great uh puppet for us to use <laughs> and uh, that's what I told and- them
4: but it actually just showed up to my apartment one day unexplained <laughs> mm. um, and like I would I put it like in the corner and then when I would like turn around and turn back it would have moved a little bit and you know
1: mouth wide open staring uh, at you. yeah mouth wide open <laughs> yeah he does that. no it is it
4: is a it, it is a nice puppet. I will admit that. I do like it's how puppet. its mouth... Yeah, its mouth is kind of spring-loaded. So at rest, its mouth is wide open. Oh, yeah. No, endlessly. it's
1: he's he's not in this room right now uh, for reasons. Um, but it is very disturbing every time walking in and seeing It's just <laughs> mouth agape. Uh, <laughs> eyes that do not close. Um, but that kind of stuff <laughs> and being able to sort of introduce that and then... Um, have that sort of playground grow and evolve has been very very fun. Um, I know I know there's some playing in uh, the space. viewers, yeah. There, I know there's some viewers and listeners who actually think uh, who actually don't like it at all um, and want just like no stop with the bits, stop with the stuff, just like give me the information, uh, which I totally understand and appreciate. But no. Um, <laughs>
3: well...
2: We have to have fun doing this too, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's we've been doing this a long time and if you don't like it um you can go back and watch the early videos <laughs> over Ooh. and over. Um and we still um, do
1: ones that aren't but we, uh, that way. We do
0: ones oh. that aren't and you're not going to not get all the relevant information is the other part. But you Yeah, they probably um, should have like, is a what is, what warning. thing of fun is that we come from a sketch comedy background um and acting and all this stuff. And that's what we started off doing. And there's this cool thing, awful thing, but cool thing that's happened in our careers where, you know, this is the trajectory we are on, but that doesn't mean that our past isn't at play here and not that we don't want to continue to develop the show and find new ideas. Um and it's really fun to play with the format and to play with characters. It's fun to think about. Also, I know I joke about this being the first and only news podcast, but it's not.
1: It's not. Oh, shit. Wait, and um, mm. I don't think that
0: it, most of
4: okay, them don't quit. do sketches. I, I thought it was. So, <laughs>
0: so uh, that's just, awkward. Just you'll never hear me say that again. But oh. Um, oh. and so there's also an element of differentiation, keeping it fresh and seeing what we come up with, you know.
1: Yeah, and I like. Maybe we'll like come up with some able... cool
0: idea spin-off show from our excursions in this. We never know. I'm not promising. Morbo's um, world.
1: My, I'm gonna say no, but who knows? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I also, I just, I like being able to have these sort of, um, whether it's the sketch uh, we talked about earlier from Will's episode or. A war- the warm, the warmbo of a- of it all, or whatever, um, being able to sort of use these characters as uh, conduits of certain viewpoints and perspectives uh, in order to more thoughtfully, in some cases less thoughtfully, but uh, ideally more thoughtfully, explore the topics that we're talking about. Because um, you know, yeah. warmbo doesn't just show up just because I have fun doing the voice. Uh, he shows up when the topic sort of is uh, asks for him to show up and give another perspective that we can respond to. Twenty twenty two Cody, I guess, is what we would call him now. He's just always one year in the future. That guy, we're not like, oh, we got to get him in here. It's like, well, no. This episode is about this, therefore, we should probably have him show up and say X or Y. Um, so it's sort of a, like a nice little toolkit um to yeah. yeah explore these these topics. Um
4: oh I was just gonna say Warmbo was born out of a deep frustration of the kind of everything is going back to normal, let's not worry about stuff, tuning things out. And I think it is, you know, as uh childish as people see a puppet, which personally I think the art of puppetry is uh, goes far back into antiquity and is a mature and interesting noble profession. Um, I, I think yeah, that right. it it reflects sort of what we're trying to get across of this is this view of this kind of Sesame Street esque. Although Sesame Street is great, uh, but you mm-hmm. know the the view of like hey everything's fine, everything's going back to normal, everything's friendly and good, and not necessarily wanting to hear like hey but you know Biden's making students pay loans again and that's maybe not good he lied and not wanting to hear about like no 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 he didn't lie he you know like (laughs) like with the whole giving the relief checks of no he didn't lie it's addition he's adding Mm. and then subtracting what he said would be on the checks so you know that kind of viewpoint but um to the the real um, katie
1: what oh well just to add to that also like with the Student loan stuff or things. I see a lot of like, oh, well, you know, like a lot of the excuse making, like oh, you know, all politicians sort of like make promises and then break them, or like, yeah, yeah it's sort of the excuse making, and the aspect of him being warmbo being a puppet. He's saying the things that they want him to say. He he's he's helping them. He is the puppet. He is saying the things through his him as a vessel for. Uh, you know, these, uh, these other, other folks, um, mm-hmm. who have actual power, uh, over him, the puppet, yeah. anyway.
0: Hey, listen up, you news moms, it's Katie. You know, there sure are a lot of big tech companies out there trying to steal your blood. Some days, it seems like all anyone wants is my DNA. But that's Katie's blood, and they can't have it. And so that's why I use ExpressVPN. What ExpressVPN does is it hides your IP address so that your activity is harder to track and sell to advertisers. That way, big tech can't get any of your blood unless you sell it to them fair and square. Incognito mode is for chumps who want their blood stolen. ExpressVPN encrypts 100% of your network data to protect you from eavesdroppers or DNA pests. All you gotta do is visit expressvpn.com slash Some news. That's EXPRESSVPN.com slash some news to get three extra months free with my exclusive link. Go to expressvpn.com slash some news right now to learn more. Protect your precious life goo today.
1: Hey, listen to Cody. Unless you're Wormbo, you probably have teeth, right? That's not controversial to say. There's a lot of teeth going around, and chances are, you have some of them, and you need to clean them. You need to get those teeth good and clean so you can bite things like food, and maybe other stuff too. So it stands to reason that you'd be interested in Quip, an electric toothbrush company loved by over 7 million mouths. Spooky! That sounds good, right? People like toothbrushes, generally speaking, and so why not use Quip? They have a lightweight, and sleek design for both adults and kids and use timed sonic vibrations to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute clean. And with Quip's new smart motor, you can track and improve your brushing through a free Quip app. Simple and easy toothbrush ad. You love it. And Quip isn't just a single brush either. They will deliver all your... Teeth Needs straight to your door. They have the floss. They have the anti-cavity toothpaste. They have the sugar-free gum, the mouthwash, the brush head replacements. Also, free shipping for all those things. Again, pretty good deal if you need to clean your teeth, which I feel like most of you do. And if you go to getquip.com slash more news right now, you'll get your first refill free that's your first refill free at getquip.com morenews slash more news spell g e t q u i p dot com slash more news quip the good habits company this has been a toothbrush ad uh let's talk about some episodes um i so uh <laughs> i um uh like you said like i do uh try to add stuff to all the scripts and you know i'm involved in sort of the inception and and that, and then that process um but uh in terms of actual ep like episodes where i have sat down and written the full episode it has been a while i think the only one in recent memory is uh, about jeff bezos going to space um <laughs> because fuck that guy um but so but there are a lot of episodes i think we can talk about just in sort of their relevancy now compared to when they came out um mm-hmm. f- like Katie Golden talked about uh, the AstraZeneca thing um, and how that's still a, re- a relevant topic. Or, or yeah, so Elon Musk. We did an episode about him earlier this year. Uh, I believe it's called "Elon Musk is Not Your Friend." Um, speaking of the deficit, Will, you mentioned mm. hours ago, deficit. Um, uh, he was interviewed. Uh, oh yeah, up to his I saw Time this. Uh, magazine uh, person of the year situation. And I think it's very funny and sort of emblematic of his whole deal because he was asked point blank, like, let's say President Biden calls you up and like is like, what do you what can you get out of this bill? What would you like in this bill? What would help you um, or your vision or whatever? Um, And his response was. Uh, very interesting because it started out him saying well we don't we at Tesla really don't think about that we haven't really thought about the bill yeah. um and you can sort of see him wavering cuz i think that he didn't necessarily know <laughs> a what a car was, company it was. hasn't
4: thought about an infrastructure bill yeah yeah
1: it's right. very exactly, exactly.
2: um Considering so how sort much sort of government yeah
1: yeah i mean how much yeah how he got and, and all all this kind of stuff um but he was very much floundering sort of like uh, you know we haven't really thought about it um and it's so funny because after his sort of, like, meandering ramble, the interviewer is, like, really surprised. It's like, oh, okay. Meamble. She, Sorry. Because, yes, after his meamble. Um, because the question wasn't necessarily, like, what in this bill do you like? What do you not like? Um, it was, what would you want in a bill? Like, mm-hmm. what Like what could help? Um, and he just had no answer. Um, and then he just took the opportunity to say the deficit's really high and we shouldn't do the bill at all. <laughs> His advice was like, I, I would just say don't do the bill. Just like we shouldn't have anything, um, because the, and then he spent like three minutes talking about the deficit.
2: Um, and it and was he, he very, also compared, yeah, he compared uh, c- compared the government to a business as well. Yes, like, he said if this like was a business,
1: the- we'd be at a three million, three trillion dollar loss. Like, well, it's not a business. That's kind of the point. Right, Elon? Um, So it's just sort of this very, like... uh,
4: Oh, sorry, that reminds me of, I think, another episode we want to talk about today, the uh, racist history of austerity in politics. And I really love the part of that where you guys do the, like, let's compare it to household. And then it's, like, the point of, well, if this was a household, you would be spending most of your budget on, like, a trillion, -trillion multi-trillion security system and there would be another house that's like a mansion where one of your children lives and then Mm -hmm. the other child lives in the basement and just this idea that you can compare a country to like a household to think about something like a deficit or a business is Mm -hmm.
3: stupid it's
4: a child it's a childish baby kind of like view of something like a country's economy and it makes sense that Elon would make that comparison because he has a sort of child's view of the world where it's like, well, okay, Earth looks pretty bad, so can I go and be CEO of Mars? Uh, and, and that's <laughs> that's who he is. Right,
1: well, yeah. Because right. he views it, like I'm, I'm curious uh, what he would say.
0: He to reminds like, me okay, of so Zephod people, if a Brock, so I haven't <laughs> said this before. <laughs> Like, that's who I, how I picture that character. Anyway, go ahead.
1: I could see that. I could see uh, Sam... Just, uh, like,
0: bumbling around, being an idiot, and everybody around him is, like, hailed as, like, some genius, but really doesn't know what's up. And, yeah, like, everyone kind of rolls their eyes at him and is like, well, actually, this. And, like, are you going to come up with an answer? And he's like, I don't know. I'm... Maybe. You know, like... Well, that's the that's thing, yeah, thing, right? Because, like,
1: yeah. during that interview, that, it, like, that was that was the funny thing to me. Because, like, he, he would answer and then you could tell the interview was like what? okay and then he you know went on, on the deficit i'm very curious what he would say to like okay so if yeah if it was a business you'd have this loss in the business analogy who are the citizens of the
2: country to you right the analogy like, makes, is it shareholders no is it sense.
1: customers is it employees like what what's what's the one-to-one here um and there is none. Um, but so uh, and a business just-
4: can't like print their own money unless it's like, I guess, Col- Coles cash. That's the thing, right?
2: Also, okay. hasn't Tesla yeah. been in non-profitable company for most of its existence? Um, yeah, it's all like, just sort of. Um, it's yeah, does stuff.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of like so businesses then- that
4: have a deficit that are all run on sort of speculative uh, investment.
1: Yeah, and he and he knows that's why uh, he does his tweets. Um, but the uh, the second interesting thing about that interview, I thought, was that he he th- so he goes on to be like, well, you just shouldn't have the bill, not like I wish the bill was like this or like I want this. He was just like, don't do it. Um, and he called out like, you know, we don't need, um, you know, we don't need these subsidies for electric vehicles. Like we don't like Tesla doesn't need these subsidies. Um, for uh, electric vehicles or like these tax credits uh, for people, because he also he says like you know that goes to the company. It's like well, the tax credits for people to be able to afford. Right. You. Um, it's not right. Which he, was like something his, I fra- think he also- his framing was weird. Of like, well, it's not for you really. It's for people who want to buy them. Uh, also,
2: so people can charge their cars around the country well so that's the other thing
1: his whole uh he his other point was like don't we don't need like why do we uh need to fund like uh uh, charging stations across the nation we don't do that for gas stations um pretty sure we did actually do that um uh in the past we have
0: gas stations across um, the nation
1: well right well right also we have them already but also (laughs) but the but the the real point of it Is which uh, nobody has brought up to him to his face? He doesn't like these subsidies or the tax credits uh, for electric vehicles because they go more, you get a higher tax credit. Specifically, if the car is union made in a factory that is union, there it is. mm That's Uh, mm what the thing is. Which his it's also more, and he doesn't want because.
4: As you guys so point out him. in the Elon is not your friend episode, Elon Musk did not invent the electric car, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. nowhere even close. A lot of other companies came up with the electric car before him and since him, and he just invented sort of a... Well, he didn't do it. Uh, he, <laughs> I mean, watch the episode. He bought the company right. that right. You know, right. did this. But like, like the Tesla company, it's like a... Sort of electric sports car for that is exactly pretty mm-hmm. flashy, expensive. It's not affordable for most people, so most people cannot get a Tesla. Which you want most people to have an electric car. Uh, so he seems to object to these
0: subsidies because, it's
4: like, well, it's not doesn't. Help us well, at it Tesla. It just it's like, underscores not, that he point. doesn't
0: care about saving the planet. Like, everyone says, like, yeah, but think about all the good things he's doing for the world. What are you talking about? Exactly. He didn't invent electric yeah. cars. There are other electric cars. And, in fact, he does a lot to undermine um, the proliferation of electric vehicles.
1: Yes. because right, he wants um, to be Duke
0: of Mars. I think he want.
4: I remember, <laughs> I'm not, I don't remember if this was in the episode or if this People was Brock. in... Another, like, profile of Elon, but his dream of going to Mars, I think, predated him buying Tesla. Like, I think this has been a lifelong kind of thing of, yeah, like, it's I want to go to Mars in a spaceship. Like,
1: yeah, And, like, yeah, everybody wants to go on a spaceship. Um, but uh, one, just one last thing about this, because I, I think it's really, it just really speaks to his whole game, sort of. Because in addition to the weird misrepresentation of tax credits and, like, why he doesn't like them, uh, he also is against this uh, spending money on uh, infrastructure uh, and having charging stations um, because he has charging stations that he built. Tesla has them. And Tesla is starting to allow non-Teslas to use them. He wants us to use his. That's why – uh, it's right. very transparent. Um, this time person of the year article came out and uh, I haven't read the whole thing because it was just frustrating and, and who cares ultimately. Uh, but there's so there are all these passages that are just like not true and don't okay. really represent like what actually happened um, like that, where it's like they don't like there's no digging of like, why would he say that? Oh, it's obviously because of this. Even his um, he sold that stock. Um and in the article about him that says he's the person of the year, it's like yeah, and it all started with this Twitter poll uh, that he he said he would abide by. No, he was going to do it anyway. He had to, and if he was going to sell it, he had to. The deadline was up for him; he had to do it. So he posted the poll so he could say that he was abiding by the poll. Even stuff like that is just very like it's it just seems like his PR people wrote the article. Uh, for Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Uh, it's very embarrassing um, job by them. Even like what this passage he drives a car he created that uses no gas and barely needs a driver. First of all barely needs a driver excuse me definitely needs a driver. Uh, he didn't
3: create <laughs> the car. There's that viral like, just, like, stuff uh, like video that.
4: of the guy. Have you seen that? Uh, the I mean, viral yeah. video of the guy Every testing out like the self-driving feature yeah. and it just keeps trying to like go into just like the train tracks and the bus dogs. lane <laughs> and hit pedestrians
1: yeah, uh, it's just yeah, it's just like this sort of like, right? He's <laughs> yeah,
2: um, and like maybe like he also didn't like invent it. A little concerned about that. He can just present some carefully curated version of himself to the world, to the media, and that the idea that like a a, a magazine like Time, which I guess has been pretty bad for a while yeah would just uncritically bad.
1: but like that's the thing about him it's bat- not, up his, his his real image. success yeah his real success and i think his real like uh genius uh is pr based he's created this image of himself and his accomplishments that people sort of eat up um and that's that's the effective part, even like with Tesla, yeah. like it was about an image thing like, oh, look, the fucking Tesla's electric cars are cool and like good on him for doing that. One last thing we don't we should stop talking about the person of the year. Um, He's got enough attention. Uh, He gets attention every day. Um, Like when Elizabeth Warren was like billionaires should pay their fair share. Maybe the person of the year should pay his taxes. And he was like. Uh, sorry, Senator Karen, you're projecting. And he shared an article about her like Native American lie I was like, that's not the same thing, man. What are you talking about? Anyway, uh, remember in March 2020 when he tweeted that by April 2020, there would be no new coronavirus cases in the United States and how fucking yes. wrong that is, like how grotesquely wrong that was. And nobody has ever like brought it up to him to his face. Um, it's ridiculous. I trust him
4: to uh have humans on Mars. Yeah,
1: yeah, you got it, buddy. It's you can just, do it. We um, believe in you. Just because okay, he wanted his I'll workers
2: just, back in his factory, right? And, I'll say yes, that. That is like, exactly why. It's always there's always another under reason. Under no circumstances
0: for what he says. do we expect Elon Musk to. um, Nobody's talking about. I mean, about anything, but especially an infectious disease, you know, like a virus. Um, but the problem is, is that everybody believes his talking point, that he is smart, that he is creative, that he uh, is a revolutionary, he's a genius. You know, there's this this hero worship cult of Elon Musk, which I think is at the crux of everything that's so frustrating, where you're like, he's not, though. Yeah, He's yeah. made billions um, of he's a not dollars a exploiting people. He didn't invent something wonderful. He's not saving the world. And he certainly doesn't know shit about viruses or Mars.
1: Apparently, yeah. He's yeah. not a also, doctor,
3: like,
4: but you don't need to be a doctor to know to shut up. So, you know. But I like, do want to like move on to other the topics. Brilliant,
1: the brilliant genius of what if we have like tunnels where everybody has to drive a Tesla in like a really one, like an, a small one lane tunnel. Just um, a death it's tunnel. Silly. If you
4: get into a fender bender, you both uh, are just like, you cannot move and an ambulance can't get in. Yeah, it's, it's a really yeah, uh, genius. Death he to- just doesn't
1: like sticky people. He thinks serial killers are on the train. That's why he doesn't yeah. want to ride them. But... The important thing is, before we go, I wanted to talk briefly about Critical Race Theory and Will's episode about Critical Race Theory, which is such a good episode. It is such a good episode. And so in-depth and exactly the right time and all correct explaining what it is and why people are being dishonest about it. I bring this up specifically because today uh, our good friend Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, uh, uh, announced a bill called the Stop Woke Act. Uh, Unbelievable that, um, is uh basically it's kind of framed like the uh a little bit like the Texas abortion bill, where uh basically just you can sue schools uh for teaching CRT. What oh, does that gosh. mean, you ask? Exactly. Whatever who knows that means. What that means. Um the other uh yesterday, uh Dan Crenshaw, who loves fucking tweeting about wokeness Um, he tweeted this thing about um, "Ah, this week in woke news and he the claim was Denver public schools implementing racially segregated playground times to promote anti-racism so what do you think that means if you read that phrase you probably you you answer
2: yeah you would think that they put uh, kids of different races in different areas and they're not allowed to play together that's during recess, it right, sounds it's like a playground, like, he's like, saying, like yeah, that's right. what it sounds like he's saying. Well, that is what he's saying. Uh, the truth is that
1: yeah, <laughs> it was in response to uh, the school explained this. Black families talked about how the only times they really uh, interact with each other and meet each other is drop off and pick up during the school day, and so wouldn't it be nice to have some sort of like event or something during that time where we can meet each other and talk about like issues with the school and all these sort of things. Everybody is welcome. Um it is not during recess. It's not for it's not like they don't separate the kids. It's about it's a thing that parents requested for after school so they can meet together. And so the school is honoring the parents requests. That is what it is. So wait, is
4: this um, Is this lies? Is this, it's lies. Did he lie?
0: It's, it is sounds like
2: lies. He did. By lie. the way, speak, speaking of these things, I, I just saw a new Tennessee law, I believe, and it's ban- there are severe penalties if you teach certain things about um, our history. One of them is that uh, America in general had slavery more extensively and for a later period of time than other nations. <laughs>
4: That's literally True.
2: Oklahoma, I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, but it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah.
4: objective truths. There, the,
2: the, there, so there true are there are dates for when. I mean, there it wasn't the last country, but it's we were late, late in the game, game though.
1: though. Like, yeah, yeah, we we weren't like that's I, the other just, thing. Like, we America free like st- ended slavery. Yeah, after a lot of other nations did.
2: Um, how right, um of course, we're not we're not teaching so critical race theory, but the. Bigger problem, of course, is that the things that we are teaching are lies yeah. about America. Yeah, because <laughs> you
0: know, the, you, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 know this isn't true, but just that whole, the whole idea that it would negatively inf- impact our country or our psyche if we knew or somehow like, what do you expect to burden our children with this guilt? No, man,
3: right, tell like, them the
0: truth. It, it, it'll be okay <laughs> I'm not okay. saying it's your fault uh, little boy I'm saying how do we be better citizens Little boy Yeah I know. mean it, it is interesting. It is. This is a bit of a pivot from this We can come back but I, in general What we're seeing This is something hopeful Like there's all this bullshit That's happening and we're all Litigating this and for some Maddening reason I, You know <laughs> we have to have these Bad faith arguments about the fucking truth. But in, and this is a gross generalization, so whatever. But I, I I'll, I, we're seeing kids raised with more emotional awareness, not just in terms of, of this stuff, but we're raising kids with more understanding of empathy and like um, being in connected mental health, you know, and, and under, in general, I'm seeing a lot of kids, um, despite all of this, becoming good little people. And again, oh
1: yeah. um, um, But it's just like the truth, you know Like all, this day, Like who knows? Yeah. Just in like in like five ten years, if these bills actually like go through and like become like, what yeah, this happens, is how it is right. now. Um, it's just like it's a, there's all these like little little dangerous uh, things popping up where it's like so
2: you can't talk about facts at all,
1: and it's just very frustrating.
2: Yeah. Well, and the the tr- this this history is out there for, for people to learn. They may not learn it in school, but um, you know, th- I think their main goal is to make sure that, to try and push back on the tide that people are reexamining our legacy of white supremacy, slavery and systemic racism, and the impact that it has on people's life outcomes today and if you teach that history matters impacts people's opportunities then you can't continue to tell the lie that all you right. have to do is pull yourself up by your bootstraps and that's what they want to like protect because that protects their the system of capitalism and you know that they want to maintain i that's that's at least the thesis you
1: gotta gotta pull yourself up by your bootstraps you gotta get on your hands and knees and you gotta collect as many one dollar bills in front of a crowd of uh hockey fans so that you can buy crayons for your students all right yeah (laughs) that's not a bit that i don't know if you're you're listening that actually happened look it up it sucks
4: yeah Uh, yeah that that uh literally happened that was great um, oh, and they had to stuff the bills into their shirts. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it was, yeah. It was, it was
1: just fun. Just an extra, an extra degree you know? of humiliation for them.
4: And, and Yeah, yeah. Just like, you know, degrading them as much as you can. Um, but yeah, but yeah I, I think that like it's also with all of these culture war things, especially this one, it's this like, ver- it's red meat. It's this juicy culture war mm-hmm. thing where you can get people whipped up into like, you're talking bad about our America and you know, this idea of like, you're indoctrinating our kids to be communists. And, and it's, it is a, it serves a dual purpose. It reinforces the cult of patriotism that is this unquestioning, unflinching, America is the greatest country. And by mm-hmm. creating that cult-like appreciation for a an imaginary America, you can use that to keep people from thinking about their situation critically, like Will was just saying. If America is unassailable, then you, when things happen like an Amazon warehouse collapses and kills worker they were keeping there uh, because of tornadoes, then you come up with some reason that that would be allowed to happen in America where it's like, well, maybe Amazon, you know, was just trying to keep them safe in their super safe warehouse that collapsed. And if you have this if you have something for people to defend and believe in that they cannot question, they it, it's easier to convince them of another enemy. It's just, it's it, its cult creation 101. It's how you create a cult. It's how you shut down critical thinking in, peepee, in people and in peepees, I guess. Um, <laughs> oh,
3: yeah.
4: oh, yeah. You got to keep those peepees sheepies. Um, but like... Yeah, it it is, it's frightening to me, I think, in a way, because I think that patriotism is always somewhat cult-like, because it's like, well, why do you love a country that you just happened, you know, sperm met egg in that country, yay. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, it is, it, it's brought, it's been brought to a new level, I think, in more recent post-Trump years of just, we need to indoctrinate and create this rabid, fanatical worship of a fake America, so people do not think about what's happening in the real America. Well said. Right, and how yeah. we could
1: change things um, so they're not like that. Um, yeah, things need to be uh, a plus, a grade, number one. Well, guys, USA, um, USA
3: number one. We- a.
0: We are number one. We are USA. We are USA also number one. just about out of time for this.
1: Oh, there's always even time more in USA. We're number one Christmas for time. Christmas
0: holiday special because you and I have to record another podcast. But Oh,
1: because number one. Okay. Number one.
0: But we are number one. <laughs> I love it. I do love it. And I love that we're going to record this and then we're going to be done. Well, we're actually not going to be done, but pretty soon we'll be done. We're getting ahead for the holidays and we'll get to mm-hmm. take a couple of weeks off, which is going to be super nice for everybody. Um, you guys should uh,
4: refresh your throats with some nice, thick uh, nog. Some nice,
0: absolutely thick not. and mm. viscous
4: egg Oh, yeah. It just
2: slithers I, down your throat. I
0: just, could coat my yeah. throat. Cody, that's good for us in the future when Mm-mm. when um you're Mm-mm. doing
3: warm bow. Mm-mm. Yeah. We'll just get some nog.
0: It's very,
3: it's, it's very uh, soothing.
4: It's good for the pipes. It's like oil actually, in your engine.
1: I was gonna say uh, I was uh, I heard I was told uh, a lot of like uh, very screamy like uh, vocalists like rock vocalists and, and metal singers um, they just say potato chips
3: they oh, have like a, wait, they have you, like a
0: who who told us I fr- this I, I, I,
1: I, I straight up forget was it who, Dan O'Brien who, who, no it was like a singer uh, not that yeah, Dan can't sing but like it was like a a uh, a professional singer it's like yeah I heard this from this person and like I started eating. Uh, like some potato chips before shows, and like, and I do it every time now because it uh, the oils get they get like stuck in there,
4: and, and they the, like um, it, is it? Yeah,
2: and they're delicious, and it's t-
4: good, it's tasty and delicious, <laughs> yum,
0: yum, yeah. yum,
4: oh, exactly.
2: Can I just say one <laughs> one thing before we go? Um, yeah, I just wanted to say that, um, K- Katie was K- or, or Harry Potter rather was, uh, <laughs> yeah talking about the that household budget uh, section uh, comparing in the races history of austerity politics one of the reasons i think you might like that section so much is because a lot of that section came from ideas that you had in our writers team and also <laughs> mm-hmm. um, both dave bell such an
4: egotistical <laughs> piece <person.
2: laughs> no i was trying to give you a compliment like they were really Thank great you. ideas and then and Code, both Cody and Dave Bell contributed a lot to the um, the critical race theory episode. And I just mm-hmm. am proud of the collaboration that we have across the board with all I the writers.
0: I think that's a really cool part of it, um, especially when we get a, a going in the meeting, a writer's meeting, and everybody's kind of contributing good thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's fun to see the finished product come together with um, like, oh, yeah, and they did that and they hit it. It's really exciting. Yeah,
1: especially like, yeah, this recent batch, uh, like the past few months and stuff, like with the, the Halloween episode, uh, we were just like, oh, mm-hmm, we should, like mm-hmm. do like a Halloween episode. It's like a recent news, hodgepodge. but like with the theme, a hodgepodge, but like with the theme of like news, that's like scary, but not. And then uh, just all these sort of ideas came flowing in. Um, well,
0: and, and I'll just quickly, I do think we need. We do need to wrap this up, but I'll just shout out this episode that came out earlier this week, which is another good example. Um mm-hmm. earlier this week as of this release, Warmbos Name Day Special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. was a collaborative effort with everybody, you know, pitching different ideas and topics about some good news, positive mm-hmm. news. And that was uh that you...
1: yeah, but that was also and that was all... written by uh exactly in, like, everybody different sections took a
0: section. Yeah. And I'll I'll say it's the first one that I've helped you host, and mm-hmm. we'll see what the reaction to that is online. But it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun being for us a to... woman online. This should be easy.
4: I yeah, know. Easy. don't worry I about know.
0: it. We even have the, when I start talking, I'm like, all right, everybody, chill out, relax.
2: <laughs> <laughs> whatever the line is, you were a calm great down. Job. He'll be mm-hmm. back.
0: <laughs> well, whatever. I don't care. We'll see how it gets received. But it was a is a perfect example um, Mm -hmm. of the collaborative nature that we're we're talking about. And that makes this bearable and fun and makes what we're doing a community. And I'll just shout out everybody that listens and supports um, and interacts with us because you help inform this. We learn from you. You're a part of this community. And um, fuck it. We love you very much. I'll just say it.
4: We should also... We should also mention how entirely fucked
0: we would be without Dave Bell.
1: Just oh, completely. there's oh no
0: question. It's like underscores everything we've said um, up until now. Add, and we would be lost without Dave Bell. Just over and over again. That's his his fingertips, fingertips, fingerprints. Yeah, fingerprints. Fingers. Yeah, is everywhere. His, his fingers are, are all over there, yeah. every episode, yeah. <laughs> not just the ones he writes. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you for, for taking the time to chat with us about this. Thank you for all of your hard work. Thank you to everybody listening, like I said.
1: Check out very special we, episodes uh, coming up soon on yeah. YouTube.
0: Oh, we've got lots There's, of special episodes coming It's real up silly. Soon. One um, earlier this week and and some biggies coming up soon.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Boy, howdy.
0: Um. Oh, hey. Oh, what? Marley Krampus.
1: Marley Crampo, what Crampus for all of us? Mary Krass uh, Krampus. Crampus, Crassman, much, much,
0: much, and Miss Kishpigeesh,
4: bueno crumbles,
3: cuano crumbles,
4: bon linguini crumbles,
0: and mucho amore mucho. That's how we would say you love you very much.
1: Much. In in Italian. Is it? Italian. <laughs> it-, it Italian, <laughs> <laughs> it- Italian, Italian.
0: <laughs> ah, oh, Christmas miracle. Yeah. The, I think the, we're st-
1: the, still going strong. Cringe. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> right, I am also going to stop recording.